This episode is sponsored by iTunes. Go to www.cheapseatreviews.com. Click on the iTunes button, purchase anything you want, and a small portion will go to this podcast. Chauffeurs for degenerates. Don't you ever get tired of babysitting scum? Yeah. But in your case, make an exception. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. This is Cheap Seat Reviews. Hello and thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. This is episode 111 and today we're talking about Eraser. I am Sean Allred and joining me tonight is Andrew CGI Alligator Jemison. Hello cutie pie. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, Corny would die too if James Conn kissed me like that, Logan. Vivica Fox. Oh my. Well, actually, it's the wrong person. Yeah. Uh, okay. Vanessa, Vanessa Williams. Uh, Wait, go. that's that my dude. job. <laughs> my job is the one to get them all messed up. Yeah. It, it's been a couple weeks for me, so uh, I'm a little rusty. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, welcome back, buddy. Yes. Um, you were sorely missed last week, and to the point that we uh, essentially got yelled at in an email. So, <laughs> um, so I, and I blame you, Corny. So, of yes. course. Yeah, if you sense. weren't, if you would have been here to correct us in our our errorous ways, our errorous ways of Marvel, we would not have said the things that we said about the Punisher. Oh wait, 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 wait! Oh really? Oh yeah. You know, I was thinking about that. I was like, there were several times last week where I was wishing Corny was with us to to clear things up. Yeah, and it like would've... the uh, the Russian was actually pretty spot on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they they actually took this storyline out of an actual storyline, <laughs> which is one of the few comic books that actually stick as close to the storyline as possible. Nice. Things like that? Is that what you you missed? Something like that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the, and the yeah pretty much. And the stupid neighbors. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Them is that the comic Zimbo book? Or? Yeah, they're straight oh, yeah. the comic Harpo, book. Harpo, Nemo. Yeah. Groucho. 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 You see, you see, but that whole thing was like an entire Marvel area because you got uh, the original... Um... Oh, sorry. Uh you... You got the original, um, who's it? Uh, Punisher? No, um, Rebecca, uh, Rebecca remains Rebecca Stamos. as a, mm-hmm. uh, oh, Mystique. Yeah, the right, yeah, we, yeah, we made reference to the fact that okay. she can be in two Marvel comic books playing two different characters because in the other movie we never see her face because she's always blue. Yeah, uh, except, except for the yeah, except for the five minutes that she actually played herself in X Men too, um, and uh, I am going to finish this intro though. Uh, oh, and, yeah. and Sam, uh, when do we get to use the railgun in Call of Duty Vector? Absolutely. 
Son of a bitch. That's right. <laughs> Again, with the sound effects, I'm not sure why or what, but okay. <clears throat> uh, so. Damn it, Foley. Right, yeah. Just... <laughs> well, we were all over the place with this one already. Um, oh, oh, it's going to be an interesting night. Yeah, man, we've got uh, we got the wrong a- actress. We're already making fun of, we're already talking about the last week's episode. Um, <laughs> yeah. This will be a good episode. Uh, so yeah, so this is Eraser. This is oh, so pull up a comfy chair and let's dive into this. So this is 1996's uh, Eraser with Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's in this. Arnold. Um, I don't know. What the Arnold is. looks much younger than 1996. He looks in good. this movie. He looks good for. He 96. looks pretty good. He looks a uh, commando age actually. Well, no, commando was 10 years earlier. I know. That's what I'm saying. Well, what what year was Last Action? Wow. Which was pretty much the the literally the last action flick that it kind of bombed but what what year was that do you remember uh, uh, i'm on 90 it 90 something 94 95 was it before or after this because uh, this was towards the end of wet as well if i 93. remember last action was 93 yeah. oh yeah oh yeah okay for some reason i thought it was much later than that now the the funny one is that i um for some reason got this movie and i gotta get there and true lies I got yeah. them kind of mixed up as, <laughs> kind, of, as kind of the same movie. Because um, <laughs> True Lies came out in 94, okay. and that's James Cameron's, you know, the James Cameron, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that was his movie. And with the kind of cartoon terrorists and, you know, Jamie Lee Curtis doing her sexy dance and stuff like that. So... Uh, and I like that movie too. It's a, it's actually it's, true lies, it's, yeah. it's a fun movie. It really it really is. Um, and then and then you get this movie, Eraser, with with the Vanessa Williams and the James Caan and mm, mm, mm. oh yeah, dude, no joke. She's and the rubber alligators. So so this is our second Vanessa Williams movie because she was in Shaft also. What? Damn right. Yeah, shut your mouth. Uh, just, just talking, talking about, about Shaft. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I hope that works on the recording as well as it did I, in my ears. That would not have been more perfect. Though. I know. Well, the fact that we can't see each other, that, that works out pretty well. Um, James Coburn, this is our second one of him. He was in Payback. Um, I don't know if we've done James Con before. I doubt it. Uh, there's some other, Gone! Yeah, there's been some other movies that we've done, or other people in here that we've done. Uh, James Con more of a uh, TV show guy, or yeah, I, I know him mostly from that show Vegas. Um, but he seems to be everywhere. For some reason, he looked very familiar to yeah. me. Oh yeah, I mean he's in a bunch of movies, and typically he's a bad guy. Yeah, um, or he, he he starts off as a good guy and turns a bad guy. That's usually what I, I see when I see James Con, and it really bothers me because oh. he's funny and then he's well he's, misery. Misery. That's where I remember him. Yeah. Misery. Yeah, Sam, I'm I'm just gonna I've, I've been trying to send you texts and obviously through Skype and you're clearly not getting the message. Your microphone is way too hot. I need you to back <laughs> off just a little bit. All right, it's too hot. <laughs> I've been oh, I've been trying to do it quietly and and subtly and clearly you're not getting the message. I'm not getting so, during my uh, intro. I saw it. I was like, that's why I paused. For I a know. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sure Andrew and Corny read it. Uh, better. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think so. Okay, all right. Anyway, James Conn, yeah, he's in a bunch of stuff that you've seen and whatever, um, and he's interesting, and he's a good actor. You know, he was in Elf and Las Vegas and Misery and The Godfather and a bunch of other stuff. He's done 129 credits, so uh, thanks, Sam. 
So yeah, he's been around. Um, anyway, uh, so what is this movie? Well, Andrew hopefully has words to say about it. An elite federal marshal known as the Eraser. Uh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> that, that paragraph just, just went away from my screen. Um, sorry, let me try that again. Okay. An elite federal marshal. Oh, son of a bitch. All right, let me just read a different one. <laughs> a witness protection specialist becomes suspicious of his coworkers when dealing with a case involving high-tech weapons. What a dumb... That is not... That is, so, that is not a great uh, no. summary there. Well, he has become suspicious of his co-workers. Mm, I bet you Steve yeah. is the one that took my lunch. I am suspicious Steve. of my co-worker. Thank like, you, Steve. Right, that's what that sounds like, right? You know, like... And oh, didn't I'm, they, like, basically try to kill him? Yeah, they didn't basically try to. They tried to. <laughs> yeah. No, I was shooting my airplane and trying right. to... <laughs> yeah, there's quite a few different ways they tried to kill him. Yeah, there was. Yeah, it was actually not very suspicious, actually. I mean... Like, it wasn't like there was this weird buildup and then all of a sudden there was a flip. Like, the flip happened pretty early in the movie. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and we saw was, it a mile away. I think. Oh, yeah. Everyone, we all saw it a mile away. So that, that seems kind of, well, whatever. Anyway, good job, IMDb, for once again ruining a movie with your bad descriptions. Um, I want to make this real quick point, and then I want to, we'll go into our intros as we normally do. We were making the joke, or you made, uh, Corny, earlier the little joke that, 96 Eraser Schwarzenegger looks kind of like 85 Commando. Oh, it's not a joke. He wears almost the same green shirt with the same missing buttons nice. as he does in Commando. I looked at this and I was thinking to myself, this is a little weird. Right. right? And then also you've got um, the scene where uh, they're looking for him and he you know, smashes the window and the guy looks out the window and he just swings from the ceiling and kicks the guy. Right. That happens in Commando. Nice. Um, <laughs> the, the, the cop, I don't know his name, but the, um, they're, they're in the facility. They think that they've gotten in and uh, it says, holster your, west, uh, holster your weapon and they're fighting back and forth. Right, right. That guy looks like Bennett from Commando. Hmm. Interesting. I don't know who that guy is, but... Brandon Wells would be the guy from Commando. It's not the same guy I already looked. Right, right. But man, that's it was... funny. Well, so I'm watching this movie, right? And and this movie, I, I guess I can look it up real quick. The because uh, I wanted to get this my point real quick. It was it, had a, it was a hundred million dollar budget. I mean, that's a wow. lot of money for '96, right? Wow, yeah. For an action, really? an action flick with Schwarzenegger, hundred million dollars, and it only made a hundred and one. So. Yeah. It, was success. it was successful. It was technically successful. Um, and I'm trying to think of why it was so expensive. Maybe because of some of the CGI at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, yeah, those alligators looked kind of bad. Oh. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. When, but if you compare them to like Jurassic Park, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. If, if you don't compare them to Jurassic Park, then they actually look okay for the time. Again, 96, you know, it's, it's not bad. But... Compare it to the movie we watched last week. So I think this movie looks better. It, it has a cleaner look. The sound effects are better. It's better yep. like sound direction. Mm-hmm. Like this is a better movie than what we saw last week. I agree. And it's nine years younger. <laughs> and and Corny, I know you missed it last week. And and we, yeah, we ripped apart the we actually ripped apart the movie aspect more than the comic book part. Yeah, because the movie itself sucks. It's not a good product. Does that make sense? Um, 
Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. The the story was sorry. The portrayal of of lines and 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 so forth. That was actually pretty bad. You're, I'll go with that. Yeah, Thanks yeah. I mean, like our, our point was. I mean, I guess you can go back and listen to it if you really wanted to. But like, uh, we all liked the character and we found him, you know, kind of interesting to a point. But it was just like John Travolta. He was. He was a cartoon character. I never really yeah. bought him as anything serious or scary, sinister. Um, Sorry, just the uh, him being pulled through. Yeah. <laughs> this this slightly hurts. I'm I'm quite uncomfortable. Right. Yeah. This is scratching my back a little. Um. He's wrapped up in something. Yeah. Oh my gosh, we had that we had that again in this movie. He caught a, he caught a train. That bit was in this movie. Oh. Um, you know when Schwarzenegger does it, you you just have to be happy. It's, about it's, that. Yeah, it's okay when Schwarzenegger does it because that's Schwarzenegger, right? And we get it because it's the genre that he's doing, right? Like yeah, that's yeah. that's what he does, kind of that tropey action movie, right? They even made fun of that concept in Last Action Hero. That was the whole point of that movie was to make fun of that. But the mm-hmm. Punisher is not supposed to be that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's, true. Not, it's supposed to be. It's the I don't know it it was supposed to be a lot of things and it wasn't and it just and again the movie physically looked bad I yeah. mean when I told the guys this movie was made in oh four Sam and oh, Andrew yeah. are both like no you're lying to us because <laughs> this movie looks like because if I said if I'd have told you ninety eight they yeah. would have been like yeah okay yeah. I'll buy that so anyway um uh so anyway. Has anyone seen this movie before this viewing? I have not, actually. I've seen bits and pieces. Yeah, it. I'm about the same. I've seen bits and pieces. Okay, so I'm I'm kind of the the the, the savvy veteran when it comes to this movie because again, I I ate up all the. Did you? Movies. I was about to say you ate these types of movies. I up. really did. Me and Steven, I know I'm, he's been on the show before, and I know we're talking about him. He and I would watch this stuff all the flipping time. Um, <laughs> The concept of that gun that they had in this movie, we thought was f- just phenomenal. Well, and, I mean, you got to give them that. I mean, that was perfect. You know, if you remember Perfect Dark. And, right. And, and I, I love that gun in Perfect Dark. And we argued for days over this gun. <laughs> we argued because, I mean, seriously, we, made, we had like in-depth arguments. And I remember them because she uses the phrase, it doesn't have conventional ammo. And so... It shoots an aluminum rod, so I think we were we were both really confused then that no one ever reloads the gun. It never gets reloaded. Yeah. So we were both like arguing that I was arguing. I can't remember which side we were on. I was probably on the side saying that it wasn't <laughs> conventional ammo, like it was some kind of laser thing. And we got into these big arguments. It was funny. Um, now, anyway, we were idiots in '96. I mean, I was. I was 14, you know, yeah. so anyway. Yeah, you were just weaned off the bottle. I yeah, mean. that's pretty accurate, actually. Um, <laughs> the sad part, it was the Jack Daniels bottle. Ah, uh, well. Nice. You know, I am Irish, so. <laughs> uh, so, Andrew, your kind of initial <laughs> thoughts, sir? I don't play that game. <laughs> <laughs> is, is this what you're going to do for the rest of that night? Is, uh, did you I'll allow it. <laughs> Schwarzenegger clips to answer your questions? Uh, I yes, it. I am actually. <laughs> no, um, <clears throat> yeah, it was. <laughs> How many more do you have? <laughs> I'm just curious. Uh, I don't know. I've got, 
I've got a few. Nice. More than enough. <laughs> nice. More than enough. Finish the finish the uh, podcast here. <clears throat> so, yeah, this I I don't know the the movie. Like I said, I'd seen bits and pieces of it, and I remember watching it. I guess when I was in high school, maybe, and uh, yeah, I just thought back then about the same that I feel about it now. It's something that. I watch if there's nothing else on, but it's yeah. not not something I'm gonna watch again, or uh, you know, not gonna be on my favorite list. You're not seeking it out, right? That's fair. But, uh, overall, I enjoyed it. Like like you said, I thought that things were done well as far as the production of the movie and uh, the CGI crocs or alligators, whatever they were, were kind of uh, kind of bad. But yeah. other than that. I, they have problems with the but, movie, but again, we're, we we we, I mean, we've recently watched amazing movies with amazing CGI. Like, and that's true. I, I'm trying to put myself in 1996, right? Like, what do we have to compare it to? I mean, even the dinosaurs in Jurassic Park now, when we look at them now, they still look good, but you can tell that it's CGI. So blasphemy. It's not blasphemy. It's true. They were real. Stop it. Um, except for the ones that actually were animatronic, um, yeah. like the trike and, and some of the other things. But um, T-Rex? Uh, parts of him, yeah. Um, the parts that bite. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, anyway, my point is is that I, I, I don't want us to harp too much on those alligators because, <laughs> because some of it looked real bad. Yeah, when it was running towards Schwarzenegger, he looked really funny. Um, and when he shot it, there was some weird film thing happening. Like it kind of went blurry for a second. It was kind of a strange, I, I don't know if that was one of those things that it didn't convert well to Netflix. Like, no, like I, on, I, I remember maybe, maybe that so. bad too. Yeah. I don't, yeah. Maybe on VHS, yeah. it was a little more forgiving on, on my tube TV, you know? So anyway, um, but yeah, alligators were kind of bad. Mm. That's true, but but I'm also I guess comparing it to things that were ninety in ninety six like Independence Day. Yeah, um, you know, uh, uh, there was CGI there that I thought was probably done better. Uh, yeah, you're right, and I will say this to that, and of course to that specific movie, they tried to do a lot of practical effects, which I think make that movie better. You know, yeah, like like long, all the. Yeah, blowing up the cities was actual fire. Like that was actual fire. Yeah. Just the actual laser coming down was the only CGI part and things like that. But you're right. No, you're right. Compared to the time, I will say this: for a hundred million dollar budget, you'd think that they could have been a little better. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Um, or tried a little harder with the rubber. I don't know. Just I don't know. You can't obviously we'll use just real get some real ones. <laughs> yeah, about that. Um. Peter didn't exist then, so it would have been yes, fun. Yes, it did. <laughs> I think that the actors' union would be a little more uh, yeah, yeah. upset yeah, Schwar at that. Schwarzenegger's yeah. agents not let him get near a live croc. Yeah. Um, uh, well, actually, they did. It's because this movie was a crock of shit. Oh. <laughs> so is that, is that, are you done, Andrew? Yeah, I'm done. All right, Corny, is that, that what you're leading off with? Sorry, I just had to put croc in a joke. Oh, okay. <laughs> This actually falls into my wheelhouse of uh, uh, awesome movies that are just awful. Yeah. Um, I don't think there were any explosions in this one, though. I, I, my my black ass there weren't. What? <laughs> the, the house at the beginning explodes. 
Yep. The, the next house he's the, in explodes. The next house he explodes. Yeah, he's oh, in explodes. I'm, I'm just kidding. Oh, okay. I'm, just kidding. <laughs> I'm not going to argue. Yeah. I, I argue a lot of crazy things on here, but that is not one I will. Admit. Okay, I didn't know what was happening. I thought I'm you were like, going did, Rogue Sam again. Did you actually like watch the movie? <laughs> I just figured it was a Rogue Sam thing. I was just, <laughs> I was just going, okay. Let's, it's yeah, happened let's. before. Yeah, I will give you that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> that you've gone Rogue. <laughs> No, my uh, favorite explodium was the limo. Yeah, that when it got hit by the train, was, was filled. Yeah, <laughs> it was. It was like the inside chamber where they were sitting was filled with gas. <laughs> There's no reason why it would have exploded like that. <laughs> I mean, it would have just. It would have broken half, right? What do you What do you want me to do with this box of grenades? I'll just hold on to them. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> What's the worst that could happen? Okay, while we're talking about this, fine. We're we're kind of off script at this point, but um, while we're we talking have a script? about, well, I do. While we're <laughs> while we're making fun of things that go boom, okay. All right. So this was my la- one of my last notes because it was the end of the movie. But the van, right? So the bit with the van, yeah. right? They get in the van, and the idea is that they they cut a hole in the van, right? And they go down to the sewers and they blow up the van so they can quote unquote be dead, right? Yes. In front of the eyes of everyone, they're dead. But come on, what if some shrapnel killed somebody? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what if a burning tire hit some baby in the face or something? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, your your plan is very flawed and, and dangerous. But I guess hooray for you for winning. I mean, anyway, that was just. And again, the same thing to your to your point. Whoever made the they they must have filled that van with gasoline too. I mean, good gracious. <laughs> I understand a car bomb, but. <laughs> It was a nuclear explosion that that went off. Anyway, Corny, you, you sorry. Oh no! So, uh, so I got my explosions. I got my my uh, terrible one liners. I got the guy who just can't be hurt no matter what he does. Mm-hmm. Yep. And built the hand and built the leg. Shot. And, uh, Dude, and like yeah, some of these these injuries. My God, <laughs> the, the thing through his leg. Yeah, that that bothered me because it took him oh, long to pull out. And then didn't yeah. he didn't he didn't turn around and use it as a weapon? Yeah, <laughs> yeah he, he like stuck somebody to a ceiling or something. Uh, yeah. yeah, and of course, <laughs> that guy's like, oh, he's impaled. Oh God, now I'm impaled. Right, and and of course the joke is something like, oh, now I got his blood on me. <laughs> I hope he's not infected. <laughs> oh, he wait, Samuel, he becomes Samuel L. Jackson. Goes starts to gag. Right. You know, I can't can't stand the sight of blood. You know that. Right. Yeah, the Kingsman. <laughs> Which they've already greenlit the second one. They're already yeah. starting the film. Oh, I hope it's, yeah. Yeah, I hope it's. Uh, has everyone here seen the Kingsman? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I kind of want to do that for this show. If we can find this. If, yeah, if it ever comes on anything, we're definitely doing it. For it's it's a keeper on my DVR. Let's just say that. It is too for me. <laughs> Sarah's like. You've seen this movie now. You've seen it in theater, and then you watched it when you DVR'd it. Why won't you delete it? Because it's just too fun to delete. <laughs> She's pregnant. She doesn't understand. That's, well, that's, yeah. that actually is true. The pregnant I'd part. Um, delete, delete this section, please. I don't want to. <laughs> you know, that's okay. She doesn't typically listen to the show unless... Uh, actually, there really is no reason why she should listen to the show. <laughs> um, that's why I can be brutally honest, because I know she, my wife will not... Absolutely not listen to. Yeah, what show. you don't aren't you you aren't, what you aren't aware of is that I email her snippets oh, of things. Sure. Yeah. So whenever Actually, you go yeah. home and she's just really angry at you, it's because mm-hmm. she got a new email from me. I'm just like, oh, you must email her a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he just stopped emailing. He just uploads to YouTube. <laughs> 
That was perfect, Sam. I'm glad you. Thank you. That Thank was you. great. Played along with the bit. Uh, Corny, were you done? We're still doing intros, right? Oh, um, yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, this is going to be just as long as pulling out a shard of whatever out of my leg. Right. Um, no, this is this this, this goes in my. Uh, okay, hold my on. Bag that, of... that shard of thing that he pulled out of his leg. Stephen and I would argue that that was one of the bullets. That was one of the rounds because it looked yeah. shiny. It, did it was you... some sort of metal shard from the building? Is that what I would have thought? And when, that's what yeah. I thought when I watched it this time. I was like, oh, that's obviously just construction material. Yeah. But when I was 14 or 15, for whatever reason, I thought that that was one of the bullets. And I kept making the point, like, that thing is huge. It wouldn't fit in that little gun. <laughs> it never made sense to me. And if the thing is moving... If it's a shard of, of, of metal in the gun, you know, the heat would rapidly expand as it, it's exposed to air. Okay. Therefore, you know, that's maybe why it accounts for the size. Maybe, but I mean, I, I kind of feel like that the round, because the magazine, that they show the magazine that these bullets or whatever they're called are in, and the, the thing's only a few inches long. So, uh, that's that, what she said. Right. And this, and this shard <laughs> of metal is like, like what, six or I seven inches long, right? So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, I, I'm wrong <laughs> is what it is. Than others. Well, yeah. So your mother's been talking about me again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. This, nice. Is, this is a classy episode. It's <laughs> <laughs> just a big old bag of dicks. Yep. Yep. Oh, oh yeah. I also, Corny, you missed butt whistle last week, too. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that, was, that, that classed it up quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah. So if you, uh, if you saw our Facebook page with a whistle on it, that's what that was. <laughs> it was a. I unfortunately did not get um, <laughs> any um, emails. Oh, guessing that um, sure. with the um, hashtag butt whistle. Hashtag butt whistle. Yeah. Oh God. We're gonna get that trending. <laughs> I don't. I don't think we should try. Alongside with Central Africa. Yeah, I do. I do hashtag that one every now and then. <laughs> uh, uh, Sam, we, Sam, we still haven't gotten to your intro yet. So. Oh yeah. We're. Yeah. As we're 30 minutes into the show. <laughs> Holy hell. Wow. Sorry, yeah. Um, this is the Beverly Hills type, uh, Hills type movie for me. Explosions and stupidity and bad one-liners. All right. That's it. Okay. All right. My turn? Yes, please. Hell All right. Up. So, you know, you, you've got your, your corny movies, you know, 80s slash early 90s. And this was kind of on the way out, mm -hmm. I think, when when the whole one action guy was kind of teetering away I think um, in terms of having such a mass appeal um, but you know like you said I enjoyed it I don't think I don't think if we would how can I say this if we hadn't had seen um, Punisher last week and I had been so bored during Punisher I don't think I would have liked this movie as much I think that the Punisher warmed me up to actually enjoy this movie that's actually fair and I enjoyed it. It was fun. It was, like you said, br absolutely brainless. I loved the action, action scenes. I did. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the fighting. I enjoyed the not every gun sounded the same. Um, yeah. I, I absolutely love that gun. I just, you, you want to play with it. Oh, yeah, you know? that rail gun. Yeah. Oh, God, I love it. Yeah. And um, it kind of makes you glad there actually isn't one. <laughs> I know. Really? Um, and you know the scary thing is you, you bet I bet you anything they're trying to figure out how to do it. Oh yeah, you know, see through things like that. But um, I thought the the, the Vanessa Williams. Um, I don't know. I 
for some reason she didn't I don't know. She she didn't seem like as a I thought she was better than this. Let's just say that. <laughs> I I I just thought this movie well, might have been just a little below her. I mean, okay, um, hold on. Let's. I mean, it's not like exactly she's been doing a cat. Oh no, I know, I know, I know. But for some reason, the '90s in me, I, I for some reason it just I didn't I didn't care for her in this movie she's because still of working. Yeah, yeah, she's working it. Mm-hmm. She's um, still attractive too. Let's be real. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know you've got your uh, obvious action tropes that are that are fun. Uh, I appreciated the uh, the one liners Arnold kept spouting out. I love the fact. Uh, I it always gets me when he cuts the chain or cuts the thing, and the whole the whole load of guns falls down, and he's on top. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it falls like fifty feet, and. He and, should be broken. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, especially after his leg has been been drilled through, basically. Right, and shot and, in the shoulder. Yeah, and don't forget the falling out of the plane scene. Yeah, you know, at the time that was that was pretty awesome. That was, <laughs> and he just got up and walked away from that. <laughs> oh, it's fine as long as you land on a car. You're yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah. If, if you know, if you don't forget the one thing you learn, you know, if you jump out of a plane. And have a hard landing. Make sure you aim for a car. Right. So that's that's what you you learn this one. Yeah, but, exactly. Um, but I had fun. It was fun. Um, I, it's not my favorite, but it it was at least a decent time uh, watching this week. How about you, Sean? What you got? So I again, this is this is my wheelhouse. This is my comfort <laughs> food kind of a movie. Okay. Um, I I sat down to watch this today and just I had a good time. I laughed when I was supposed to. Uh, I certainly didn't cry, but um, only when James Caan was kissing that poor girl to death. Uh, I kind of we, that's a weird. Bit. That was just awkward. Yeah, I like. I understand the point he's trying to do is he's trying to make it look like he's trying to give her CPR, but isn't the point of CPR like you've lost air in your lungs and you need to be restarted like you drowned? I don't think shooting somebody and then using CPR is gonna like breathing into their like I don't anyway. What do I know? Clearly nothing if we learned anything from Iron Sky. <laughs> so, Or Congo. Uh, Congo, I think I'm, I get a little bit of a pass on. Force Awakens. Nope. Nope. Wait, The Force uh, Awakens? What is that? What? What? The events. That, awesome. I'm right on that one. Uh-uh. Yep. Uh-uh. 100% right. The guy uh-uh. that made the lightsaber said that they were intentionally to be a hilt. They yeah, were but not, then they were described as as ex- But they were not exhaust vents, and that was not what you said. That was not the article that you read either. It just says that it was a, a venting of the blade. Yeah. It's not an exhaust vent. It's it part of the it's part of the blade. Was, I don't think if someone like would. How say many it. movies was this ago? We're still talking about twenty. I found the article today on Facebook. I found the article where the guy that actually helped to create the lightsaber for Kylo Ren in the movie he yeah. made reference to the fact that the bladed hilt was intentional because Kylo Ren considers himself a knight. He's yeah. a knight of Ren, and and they wanted to emulate First, his lightsaber to be an old-school broadsword, and that was the intent. And it just reminded me of that stupid argument that we had in that, <laughs> in that episode, and it just proved that I was right, which, of course, I had to rub in Sam's face for a little bit. So. And I disagree. Which is fine, but I'm still right. <laughs> Uh, but as far That's as never stop saying before right, ever, um, <laughs> but the point, but to, to eraser eraser is fun. I like it. Is it great? No. Is it good? Eh, it was nominated for an Oscar. 
What really? Best sound effects. Okay. Uh, well, well, yeah. sound, sound well the darn sound effect for the grail gun was pretty awesome. Yeah, those were actually kind of cool. I, I kind of want to know how they did that. That was actually kind of a cool sound effect. Yeah. Um, Beer. Um, okay. Um, I'm always interested in that stuff, like how they did lightsabers and stuff like that. But anyway, it's all celery. Um, <laughs> every every bit of it's a celery. Oh, celery. That's usually bones breaking, but okay. <laughs> um, like you slide celery that makes a lightsaber sound. You you know, know you crack celery makes a broken bone sound. Yeah. You like blow on celery. <laughs> it sounds like a car starting. Oh, okay. yeah. Celery is pretty awesome, actually. It, it is pretty uh, universal. Yeah. Um, it's actually what took out the aliens in the Independence Day. Yeah, he uh, uploaded a celery virus. It's it's because they're ninety nine point nine percent water. Yeah, isn't you it? actually uh, you actually burn calories eating celery. You know that? Yeah, it's like the only negative calorie food. I, I don't know yeah. if that's actually real or not, but I like to keep perpetuating the th- the, the the idea that that's real. Yeah. You also shit water when you eat it if you eat enough. <laughs> Is that what happens? I don't think this what happens. I don't, I don't think you, shit I think water. You, I think like you pee. <laughs> <laughs> um, God, this episode, jeez. But what's on shit water? Oh. Oh, wow, random. Yes. Okay. Um. So anyway, this movie is fun. Um. So, so, you, so you hated this movie then? No, I didn't. I really oh. didn't. I had a good time with it, and it's fun and it's silly. But the one-liners. So here's the weird part about this movie that I noticed. So the first half of the movie is kind of a serious thing, right? Like there's there's a little bit of conspiracy thing happening and he's trying to protect these people and, and he's really good at his job, but he kills a guy with a freezer door, um, which was funny. And, and there's some other things like this. It's a serious movie. Right. And then all of a sudden when he jumps out of the airplane, the movie completely changes direction. Seriously. It, It turns into, for lack of a better word, it kind of turns into a Bond movie because now, a little it, bit. yeah, it, it, good point. Like those '90s yeah. Bond movies with Pierce in them, like it kind of gets a little magicy. Like he shouldn't have survived that airplane Maybe ordeal. Maybe it's all a dream sequence. Maybe that's right. You're right. He, it's right. He does go to sleep. Yeah. And maybe he never wakes up. Maybe he actually dies. But this is how his he he. This is heaven for him. Yeah. He gets shot and almost gets eaten by alligators and. I like this idea. Inception or something. Um, but let's pretend that that's not real, Sam. And oh, okay. just continue right. on. To so the we're, we're, we're pretending that him jumping out of a plane and catching his parachute is the real. Yeah, that actually happened. That actually happened. Um, right. well, it worked for a Point Break, didn't it? Yeah, I guess. Did he do it in Point Break? I have no idea. I've never seen it. It's been years really? since I've seen that. Okay. It's like, Sean, I'm sure you've seen it. I Point have. Break. It's just been years. I was, again, that was. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, not the new one. No, not gosh, no. Uh, have you seen the new one? No, I have no intention of ever watching the new one. The only reason why I would watch the new one is if we do to it what we did with RoboCop. Uh, we okay. watch the original Point Break and then the remake. Okay. That's the only reason why I would watch it is for this show. Um, <laughs> but so he jumps out of the thing. airplane, right? And something else bothered me. So he, f- he fell for many ever? seconds, right? Many, many seconds like 30 seconds and that's a long ways down and that airplane was like right behind him I thought wait no you're you left that thing long ago yeah you know that thing is moving at i don't know probably at least 100 yeah yeah, at least 150 to 200 miles per hour like that thing would have been miles away but no he just turns around and then he i want to see his face on the front of the windshield and that to me is like when it changed 
Like, oh, okay, <laughs> now we're turning into Bond villain. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, and and I kind of, be honest with you, I kind of didn't like it at that point. Like, that's, I liked everything up to that, except for the weird kissing scene. The Death by Kiss. The Kiss of Death, which is a good movie, by the way. <laughs> kiss or of Death? Kiss of the Dragon. That's what it's called. That's a Jet Li movie. Anyway. Kiss of Death? <laughs> <laughs> kiss of Death. <laughs> Cake or death. Cake or death. Oh, no, no, no. Not again. Not again. Okay. Um, <laughs> Have I missed something recently? No, oh, but it, 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 does, it does feel like we, every time We're we get... We're everything. I, I feel like I have used that Eddie Izzard bit about six times in this podcast history. We probably helped Eddie Izzard sell more records than, than yeah. he has. Uh, actually, no, that's not true. But anyway... um. He should, <laughs> he should actually sponsor our show for just for just for all the love that we give him. Um, I'll let him know on Twitter. Um, oh, good. All right. Sweet. Anyway, I don't know. So, I mean, I still like all the cheesy action afterwards. But, yeah. But the problem is, is that you showed me like good, interesting character development at the beginning of the movie, yeah. and then you did this hard turn. Like either do one all the way, right, or the other all the way. And because it was weird, like that. Anyway, well, at what point in when he got into you say so? Once he jumped out of the plane, it changed. Mm-hmm. Um, you know how they always say that a script will have the uh, beginning, middle, and end, mm-hmm. and a lot of times they'll have t- the really hard time trying to figure out that last bit. Yeah, um, was it the second part of the script? Do you think they? I, I, I think so because the third part is just nothing but action, right? It's just yeah. the. The action scene at the end, and again, there's some one-liners, you missed me, you know, kind of stuff like that, but I guess because of the the, the, the middle half, yeah, for lack of a better phrase, the <laughs> second act, it, uh, it prepared me for that last bit, so I was always on board for him to dual-wield those things, and yeah. trucks to be flying, and the weird doc mob showed up, and... Um, <laughs> who are very cool with just killing people. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I guess if that's what they are, they're doc mob people. I mean, um, anyway, so, so I mentioned them. I'm all over my script at this point. I'm no longer in, in chronological <laughs> You're all, order. You've been off script so long that. It's yeah. actually pretty accurate. But this is the yeah. thing that happens in this movie and it's happened in other movies, but the only one I can think of off the top of my head is the Rocketeer. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So. They do something in this movie which I like a lot. I really do. Is when you invoke the, for lack of a better word, the the Patriot Act. What am I trying to say? Like, all right, so there's there's a there's US government they're gonna be selling to to terrorists. Tell okay. me something I don't know. It's happening on your docks. Now it's personal. Oh, I'm not gonna let somebody mess with my country. Kind of that's kind of the concept, in my yeah. opinion. And they do that in the Rocketeer, right? Like, you know, he's like the the bad guys, the mob, right? They're working with Valentine, and then they find out Valentine is actually a Nazi, and they yeah. turn on him. He's like, I might be a crook, but I'm 100% American. Yeah. And then, and so then there's a scene where the FBI and the the mob are shooting <laughs> machine guns at the bad guys. I like that in movies. I really do, actually. I think that's a cool thing that I wish happened more, but. The uh, enemy of my enemy is my friend. Well, not yeah. even that. The enemy of my country is my enemy. Yeah. You know, like country okay. trumps... Everything. Everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like 
like we see a lot obviously in movies with family, right? You mess with my family, I'm gonna come after you. Obviously, like every revenge flick ever. But except for taken, he yeah, just he just loses his family and then loses it. <laughs> but it's that I, I like that kind of idea. Like, oh, it's on my docks and it's my country getting screwed. No. Technically, the, his country is the bad guys in this aspect, too, as well as the bad guys. Anyway, I just thought that was kind of cool. <sighs> um, so we had, like, what? Nothing. Go ahead. We had all kinds of connections to other things in our world that we like in this movie. Okay. We had at least two Star Trek connections that I'm aware of. Uh, okay. James Cromwell, the guy that began okay. the movie, the CEO, blows his brains out. He's, of course... Star Trek First Contact, Zephyrin Cockrum, right? Um, he always plays a D-bag in like every movie I've seen him in. He kind of does. Yep. Um, did you see the movie Surrogates? No. It's like the idea is that the future, we become so paranoid as a people that we, we never leave our apartments and we have robot avatars to go and do our jobs for us. And no one ever... Oh, leaves. World of Warcraft. Yeah, yeah kind of, yeah. But, but the actual robots go out into the workforce and do work things. Oh, anyway, well, that's he, nice. He's kind of like, he's in that as kind of that same role. Uh, though he is kind of the um, benevolent grandfather archetype in iRobot. So he does kind of both. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Vanessa Williams is also, she was in Star Trek too. Um, we had the second a, one? And no, Khan. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I, I remember the, the the series she was in. She was in uh, 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 she Star was Trek: Deep Space, uh, Deep Space Fun. Nice, nice. I, <laughs> I, 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 I actually really appreciate that, Corny. <laughs> I'm glad that you went the extra mile to make the joke work too. Um, uh, she, she was she was in the next gen um, uh, uh, episode. Um, we had a a, a Marvel connection. To this uh-huh. movie that I, I only saw one. There might have been a couple other dudes that are just kind of background dudes. Um, and of course, we have a DC connection too, right? Schwarzenegger as yes. Mr. Freeze. Yes, yeah. Freeze. Uh, oh. Yeah, I know. It's terrible. Oh, but, bad nipples. Uh, but the guy who was the FBI agent, Corman, John Slattery. Oh, from uh, Mad Men. Yeah, from Mad Men. He plays Tony Stark's Stark. father. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Man, man. yeah and, and, and yeah. So and something else. There might be some more, but I couldn't think of it. But He's also the, in the 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 agent, not Agents of Shield, the other one, Lady Agent. Uh, Lady uh, uh well Carter. Agent Carter, but he wouldn't agent Carter. he wouldn't be an Agent Carter. That's yeah, different. he's the Stark guy in there, isn't he? That's a different actor playing Stark. Are you sure? I'm yeah. very sure because he would have been a young man. Well, he is young. Uh, no, 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 not now. He's not. Stark's dad, but he's there. There's that. Stark's dad is in. Oops, how did I get that? Peggy Carter. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Stark's dad is in Pe- Peggy Carter. Correct. It's not yes. that actor. Oh, okay, so they got a different okay. Yeah, right. it's um he was in Vampire Hunter. What's his name? Um, Eddie Vampire. Uh, Eddie Vampire? No, that's yeah. not his name. Oh, okay. Van Helsing. No, no, he was in <laughs> Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Oh yeah. Uh, as the guy who teaches him, uh, Dominique Cooper is his name. 
is the guy that plays it. He was in Captain America, the first Captain America. It's the same guy. Anyway. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Uh... Anyway, so uh, this movie. God, I walked away from my iPad for so long it fell asleep. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, you so were there, saying. Yeah, yeah, I was just looking at those connections. So there you go. There's the connections. Uh, I want to look at the director. So Chuck Russell is the director. The old, old Chuck. This, 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 um, the director here. He has done such movies as his first movie was A Nightmare on Elm Street Three. And then he did The Blob in oh. 1988, that horror flick thing, The Blob, with some people I've never heard of. And then he did The Mask with like the... Jim Carrey? Yeah. Huh. And, Smoking. Yeah. And then he does um, Eraser. And then he does something called Bless the Child. Uh, and then he does The Scorpion King with The Rock. Oh, I thought the... Uh... I thought the Catholic Church tried to get rid of Bless the Child. Is, are you being serious right now? or uh, Omens oh, no. and concepts of good oh. versus evil have no place <laughs> in Maggie O'Connor's well-ordered practi- practical universe. Maggie O'Connor. Yeah. No, that's different. Okay. Sorry. I thought I was thinking of Harass the Child. Go ahead. Oh, oh. Kim Basinger. <laughs> I think you did there, Andrew. Wow. Um, well, you know, Sam, you, you'd, uh, you know, said that lady's name and uh, it reminds me, I uh, went and, and saw a priest the other day, Patio Furniture. Patio Furniture? <laughs> wow. You should have stopped with the Star Trek one. Nope. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> uh, he's doing three <laughs> movies right now. He's doing something called Witchboard and Hellpage. Witchboard? Witchboard. Yeah, board. Yep. <laughs> uh, Something called Hell Page. A film student searches the internet for ideas for the horror film and finds Hell Page, an interactive horror script writing program. Oh my God. This sounds like thought, something Corny had a dream about. I thought it was something like a Senate page where you could <laughs> serve, <laughs> serve with one of your senators. No. So. And then the one he's got coming out soon is called The Hunchback. Uh, it's the Victor Hugo novel, The Hunchback. Oh, yeah, like it's the oh, and this one, uh, the, the uh, Hunchback actually doesn't have a hunchback at all. He's just a politician. Okay, I've never heard of any of these actors though. Max Ryan is the Hunchback. Like Max Ryan, <clears throat> he's the guy that's done such movies as Death Race and Kiss of the Dragon. Weird, mm-hmm. and League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Oh, that's so, so classic films. <laughs> Yeah, but none of like, but he's always like dude over there that did the thing, like not actual guys. Though there's an actor named Jack Ryan, which is kind of funny. Anyway, my point is, is that he's done a couple of good things. I liked the mask; I thought that was fine, and the Scorpion King is fine. So he's done some good stuff. But he did an episode of Fringe, which I like. But other than that, you know, wasn't the mask like um, Carmen Diaz? Or Cameron Diaz, her... Uh, yeah, that was her breakout role. Yeah. That was back yeah, when so. she looked awesome. Dude, mm-hmm. no, she still looked weird. She looks like a... No. Like was, a praying mantis. No, she... What? What is wrong with you? She she's looks got, so, like, weird, angly arms, oh, and no, she's her so, face looks... Like, her eyes are too widespread. You're so wrong. Are you yeah. confusing her with a crab? I, I, don't, know what, I don't know what's wrong with you right now. She's know. so attractive in the mask, and then she lost all that weight for some reason for something about Mary, and... 
ever since then, she's just been this weird skinny twig, and I've never found her attractive. Yep. Yeah. I only have ever just, found just her attractive. Just like a praying mantis, yep. Yeah, well, yeah, if you're saying now, I'm fine yeah. with that. I'm saying in the mask, she looks hot. I'm like she's pictures. Oh yeah, okay. go yeah, from the mask. Don't just Google Cameron Diaz. You have to Google her from the mask. She looks great in the mask. <coughs> Excuse me. Um. Anyway, so he's done some fine work. Good for you. Um. Oh my gosh. You you seen what we're talking about? Yeah. Okay. All right. That is a different Cameron Diaz. Yeah, it's like a different woman. She doesn't look as praying mantisy as No, she looks hot. Why did she lose all that weight? I don't know, but she's hot. I don't I don't know oh. if someone came to her and was like, You need to lose all this weight. You know what it is? It, part of it is just her haircut, I think. They they the way they did their hair makes her eyes look not as far apart as other oh, movies. In the mask? You got some yeah. weird things about things yeah. being spatial in the face. Yeah. Yeah. I think Sam's just a horrible person. Um, I don't know. Wow. I'm I'm on the mask page, the uh, the IMDb yeah. page, and the fifth picture with photos of Cameron Diaz. That's a good looking picture with yeah. the red dress and the. Uh, if you look at her even younger, she looks a lot better. I don't want to go too too far back. Yeah, ma- the mask audition. Search Cameron Diaz mask audition and look at the picture there. Okay, um, I'm so far down the rabbit hole at this point. I'm on a, I'm on a Google image search by the way. All right, uh, this is we're getting into some dangerous territory here, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Yeah. I think I need an adult. Get the safe search on. Um, make sure. Let's see. Mask audition. Yeah, it's like the first picture. That is someone who hasn't had surgery to make her eyes separated. Well, you know, you, you have to also keep in mind that the, the mask was over 20 years ago. So Was it really? Wow. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, she was an attractive lady. She's got some age on her now. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, ninety four. But my point is, is that when she <laughs> came out like two years later in something about Mary, like she looked very different. Like she lost a lot of weight for some reason, and she just—I never thought she looked healthy. Anyway, my yeah. point is, uh, eraser is fun. Um, <laughs> I had no way to tra- I had no way to trend to transition that back over. Um, oh wait wait wait! I know how you did it. You just erased what we did. Oh, uh, I'm gonna play some clips because I haven't done that yet. So, um, wait wait wait! Before you do that, you know the difference between something about Mary because uh, I'm flipping between mask and something about. Okay, she went from long hair to short hair. But she lost a lot of weight too. Like, oh, absolutely! Like, absolutely. and I think, but, and I seriously think she might have had like breast reduction surgery or something because she looks very different. I don't think she looks, for a lack of a better word, voluptuous in the mask. Yeah, she looks mm-hmm. like a healthy woman. Like, there's nothing wrong with her in the mask, and and I don't know if that was back when we were in this super this weird stereotype where all women, attractive women, were super skinny. Like the Paris Hilton and the whatever, like they had to be really, really like unhealthy. She looks great in the mask, is my point. And after that, she she lost a lot of weight, and I've not found I've not found her attractive since then. Seriously, yeah, at all. So, anyway, we just offended people or not? My my point is is that you don't have to be super skinny to be attractive, you know. And maybe I'm getting into this weird realm because I have a daughter on the way and, and whatever. But like, I've never thought that, that you had to be 
this super skinny person to be attractive. It's just, you know, whatever. Well, good. I, I'm going to sleep much better tonight. Well, you know, I mean, <laughs> I, you know, I, I, I'm I like, all the time. I like my I'm sexy and I know it. Um, I like my was it I like my <laughs> I'm gonna do an Eddie Izzard bit again. I like my <laughs> women like I like my coffee strong and black and with a spoon in them. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, so we have to prove that he's a badass. We have to have these guys talk about him. Who the hell was that? I could tell you, but I'd have to kill you. That's right. Um, right. Oh, and by the way, the movie at the beginning, the, the first clip that I played, where James Conn's like. Oh, he thinks he's the best, and he probably is the best, so don't piss him off. That's the thing that movies do that I kind of don't like, is they cheat us, right? It's that thing I've mentioned before where the whole point of that line was to the audience. That James Conn is still his buddy, you know, and he's a good guy, that Schwarzenegger, and don't piss him off because he's great. But in reality, we know that James Conn's a bad guy, Right. So he wouldn't have said the lines in that way, right? Don't you think? Like, I, I, the thing is, too, I knew from the moment I saw James Caan on screen, and not because I'd seen the movie before, parts of it before, but I knew he was the bad guy. Right. I knew from the moment I saw his face, I thought this guy's going to be the one who turns around and, uh, you know, betrays him. Yeah, screw somebody, yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. I mean, you know the moment you see him that he's going to do that. And that's why that line is a cheat. It's that it's that thing I've mentioned before with Frozen, right? We've all seen Frozen. I think, Andrew, I think you actually said you survived it somehow. Yeah. Um, but there's a scene where the, where the bad guy in the movie, you know, he has, they, they show him when he's not around anyone and he has this look of foreign lawn love or whatever like no that wouldn't happen he wouldn't do that they only did that for the audience to make yeah. the audience like him anyway um so there was that, that was a, yeah 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 so whatever then there's this i don't even remember what this is for but uh mystery clip we've handled these types of situations before oh. you still haven't answered my question we told you there'd be risks you also told me I would be under complete protection the entire time. The operation didn't go as smoothly as we anticipated. I'd say that's an understatement. Remember, Miss Cullen, you came to us. That's right, Mr. Stark. Be a douchebag. I remember why I captured that clip. So, I think this is um, an attempt for us to hate the cops, right? Yeah. Isn't that what the point yeah. of this is? You know, the cops, we make, the, we make this, you know, informant go do a dangerous thing. And we are, quote, unquote, we're right here with you. You're in another building. Like, you can't do anything, right? You, you can't help her at all. If Cromwell decides he's going to shoot her instead of himself, there's nothing they could have done. <laughs> you know? So I just, I don't know. It, it kind of bothers me. And I want to talk to my cop buddy and find out if that's real, if that actually happens. Because it, it happens a lot in the movies. And you always hate the cops for it because they always screw up. Um, so anyway, so good job, director, for making me hate those cops because I did. I really did. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I didn't want them to die or anything. I just, you know, wanted them to get bad donuts and coffee. Um, here's the beginning of the oh, one-liners. Yeah. Oh. yeah, here's your here's your first one-liner. Late traffic. <laughs> <laughs> And at that point, I was like, okay, the movie has changed. 
And of course, I mean, it actually changed when he landed on that car. And then the girl was like, I like your parachute. And then he, the kid sells his dad truck for $50. And he's like, <laughs> I'll bring it back with about 5,000 bullet holes in it. <laughs> I felt bad for that guy. He's just making an honest living. And now his truck is toast. I mean, he's paying for that. Um, I guess insurance. Cop insurance stole my car. Well, I don't think insurance. Yeah, I guess that's what insurance for. You know, was that a, is that act of God or something? I don't know. Act of Schwarzenegger. Like a good neighbor, start bombing. Holy crap! Yeah. What yeah. happened to your car? Yeah, yeah. No, he ain't touching <laughs> that one. This bull, I'm out. Uh, this was really bad. Your luggage. Do you, do you have to say a one-liner to the dead alligator you just shot in the head? All right, so I was actually betting on see you later, alligator, or see you later. Like right. I thought that might be. No, no, you know. Your luggage. Yeah, that's what happened. Um, That's real bad, actually. Uh, What is this one? What? Something delicious. Oh, this was also, again, more just bad dialogue from James Caan. I want you to put out a citywide APB. I want this town locked up so tight it'll make his balls ache. <laughs> Who says that? <laughs> I've never heard that before. Some crazy writer somewhere over in California. Yeah. Yeah, cops talk like that, right? Well, make his balls ache. Yeah, okay, yeah. What? <laughs> They're all from Boston. They're wicked smart. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I don't know why my <laughs> accent went that way. It just did. Um, this is that thing that I mentioned earlier about the, like, the USA and whatever. There's a major arms deal going down. A U.S. contractor is selling out to international terrorists. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. 60 Minutes, tell me something I don't know. It's going to happen tonight on your docks. That I didn't know. Um, I did put in my notes, screw you, Tom Cruise. Arnold was the first to hang out the door of an airplane. Though Tom Cruise actually did, yeah, and Arnold was clearly green screened in a room with a wind machine. Um, I don't know. I guess I'm kind of spoiled by today's technology because the scene when in the new Star Trek movie 09, when they had to space jump right and they're yes. flying down, that scene looks so great the way they filmed it. But the way they filmed it was really brilliant. Uh, JJ just had them stand in a big ass mirror and they just stand vertically and the camera looked down on them. So they would just, just stand there and the camera would kind of do circles around them and he would shake the camera. So it's real, like either like, whatever. But this man, when him falling was so badly green screened, <laughs> it was, it was a little awkward. Um, but whatever, you know, it's one of those times where you're just waiting for that little bit of green in his, in his shirt, you know, seeps through <laughs> to, to, disappear. The, to the background. Yeah. <laughs> no, we can see through his arm. That's great. Um, what, 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 what? Here we go. Uh, okay. So I wrote, <laughs> uh, I, I wrote down basically the, the conversation that happened on set. Okay, boss, you know, all right. So you've said that the next scene you're at a gay bar. How do we establish that we're at a gay bar? All right, we got to get a bunch of dudes to dress in drag. Okay, what else? What song can we play that makes sure that people know that it's a gay... It's Raining Men. There you go. <laughs> That's a trope. Every time you go to a gay bar, that song is being played. Like, it's on constant loop at every gay bar ever. It's it's Raining Men. Anyway, I just thought that was funny. What is it? I don't know. We should go to one uh, and find well, out. Well, okay. 
the, the, here's a little bit of truth for you. All right, please. And this, this is sad to admit. All right. So Appalachian went to London back in the day. Yeah. I was there. Yep. Yeah. And uh, I'm walking through the streets of London late at night. With sounds like a song. <laughs> group of people. And I hear. Right. And we were all, we looked at each other and we were like, oh, cool, a club. Let's go in. And as we get to the door, the door opens. <laughs> Only men in there. And the, <laughs> the guy at the door was like, do you want to come in here? And we were like, uh, no. So to answer the question, I don't know what kind of uh, disco mix we were listening to, but, uh, uh, oh, it sounds kind of like my uh, cuckoo clock, actually. <laughs> <laughs> you could not have timed that better. That's great. It's <laughs> a weird bar you went to. Those Brits are very yeah. weird, yeah. Well, we, we went to Germany afterwards. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Point right, taken. Back, back, yeah. I, I guess since we're all sharing about our gay bar incident or uh, um, oh, yeah. stories, I, yeah? I, I, I did uh, go to one. Um, Where? With some co-workers from uh, our, our days at the at the winds. Really? Um, Where is yeah. there a gay bar near here? Uh, there's one in Charlotte. Uptown Charlotte? It is, it is, yeah. Um, I don't remember where it was. I just know that uh, we who, went to Who did you Mar go Hutt, with? Uh, oh, oh, said a name there. Um, one you, of went the ice with, you went with Laura? I'm actually yes, kind of jealous. Oh, uh, you, went with, and, you went in Jordan. No, no, no. This is before then. Oh. So, uh, uh, oh, Michael. Laura, yeah, okay. Never mind. And uh, uh, Simeon. And, uh, I know so, no one knows these people, but uh, but Simeon is is, is uh, well. I want this. The phrase I would normally say is a little offensive. <laughs> like, please don't say it. Please don't say it. Yeah, no, I probably uh, should so, say it, but yeah. Uh, so there was some there was some going on. So yeah. uh, I went in to get a beer, and uh, thinking that I, I would be fine, um, I, I got my drink and then turned around and there was a, someone there immediately uh, hitting me up, and uh, so I I'm here with someone and I left. I ran away. You ran away and hid? Nice. <laughs> I did, actually. I, I like this. You cried in the corner somewhere in I, the fetal I, position. I can honestly say I've never been to a gay bar. Um, you should go. It's actually really fun. I, I actually kind of simply... I'm sure it is. I kind of want to go just to see if I'd get hit on, just for an ego boost. You I know, doubt it. I, that's what I'm saying. Maybe I'd, I'd feel bad and want to cry. <laughs> or they go and go, oh, he's got red hair. Get out. Right, yeah. <laughs> Uh, this was the last one I quote I got because it was kind of funny. Let me ask you, what the hell are you doing here? Excuse me, we're from the local 129, Sonny. We heard you was loading a ship without the assistance of bona fide union labor. Say it ain't so. <laughs> Little Mikey, I thought that was kind of funny actually. Say it ain't so. Um, he kind of reminded me of Mikey from Shaft, but I know it wasn't the same guy. But anyway, the big brothers of the oh, yeah. girl. Uh, dual wielding was great. Bomb almost killed people, but you know, whatever. And <laughs> second movie in a row where someone caught a train. Tropes, I put mm -hmm. the uh, 1980s and 1990s computers all make noise. I hate that. <laughs> I hate it. Why do they have to make noise? They don't do that. Like, all right, so I. Like corny, corny, you and I, because you and I, and Sam, I guess you do too. We all live on computers in our day-to-day -day yes. jobs. Yeah, I would pull my hair out if every time 
text on a screen happened, it made noise. I would shoot something. I had to turn off the, the text on my phone. You know how when you press a letter, it'll click? Mm-hmm. I turned that off because it's too annoying. Right. <laughs> yeah. I actually leave it on for this for that kind of nostalgia. You know. <laughs> Plus, I want people to think that I'm important, so I leave it on. Oh. How's that going? Not very well. My <laughs> on the side, I'm my, the greatest my, all day. My, my, my students just make fun of me. Oh. <laughs> That's okay. I actually, I actually had one up on them recently when. Um, <laughs> We were, if this was the night I got to hang out with Luke Keekley. This wasn't an intent to be a name drop moment, but it, it turned into one. And what? yeah, and um, we were, Luke and I and his, and his um, agent, we were talking about the, the app Periscope. Do you guys know what Periscope is? Yeah. Uh, it's an app where it's like instant video streaming, right? So, like, if you had the app, Sam, I could start streaming our show. Right, but it would only be my voice, obviously. Um, and then you could sign on and watch my live stream. It's like Skype, but it just yeah, goes out okay. to the world, right? Well, the three old guys in the room had heard of it, and there was like six students who had never heard of it. And we're literally like the agent and I are both like, we're in our thirties and we know what this is. Like, how do you guys not know what this is? It was kind of funny. I for for the for one time I was like, Hey, I got something over you guys besides Are you me. making fun of Luke Keekley? No, not not no, because Luke was he he knew what it was too. Oh, okay. Because he even Luke was like, "How do you guys not know what this?" He's like, "I don't even use Twitter, and I know what Periscope is." It's kind of funny. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, mentor is a bad guy is a trope. Cheesy one-liners and sniper shoots through the scope of another sniper trope. Oh yeah, oh, I was yeah. I knew you were, you would hit that one. I, I like that one. It's very hard to do, and it's one of my favorites though. Um, there you go. Um, anything else about the bulk of the the meat of the movie before we get into trivia and stuff? Well, well, blow some up. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, before we blow some stuff up, audible.com, uh, sponsors this fabulous show about butt whistles and other strange, um, <laughs> pooping water and stuff. Um, so you can go to audibletrial.com slash cheap seat reviews and you can get a 30 day free trial and a free audiobook where you won't hear people say stuff like what we say, what we talk about. So you can do that. Uh, uh, do it now. Do it now. Audiobook. Do it. Do it now. 30 day free trial down. at uh, audibletrial.com slash cheap seat reviews. And now for some more bad news. Ready? Trivia. I'm going to play that from now on. I love it. Uh, <laughs> trivia. The company named Cyrez was originally Cyrex. Um, oh. It's a one-eyed um, Tyrannosaurus Rex. It's called a Cyrex. And the nice. uh, you're welcome. The real-life company Cyrex with an I X complained. They complained, <laughs> but the movie had already been shot. But all the dialogue was dubbed, and company logos were digitally altered during post-production. That's why it was a hundred million dollar movie. Yeah, no joke. <laughs> uh, director Kurt Russell. No, not Kurt Russell. Chuck Russell. And pro- and producer Arnold Copelson Copelson had a rocky relationship during the entire production. The only reason the film was able to go forward and ultimately be completed, albeit way over schedule and budget, was that Arnold Schwarzenegger got along with each man separately and was able to negotiate schedules and logistics at a point where the two men refused to speak to each other. Now here's the thing. 
you're making a hundred million dollar movie, which probably wasn't as a supposed producer to be, but, yeah. and a a director. I think you, you, bygones be bygones. You would at least talk to each other, yeah. and you, you know what I mean. There's a lot of money at stake, and to be as petty <clears> as <throat> to you know fight amongst yourselves like that—that's crazy to me. Yeah, it, it must have been some serious stuff, like you slept with my wife kind of stuff. I mean, like you know what I'm saying? Like it can't yeah. be just. Artistic direction. You sleeping with my wife? I am your wife. <laughs> Thank you, Eddie Izzard, once again for the third time. <laughs> um, no, you're right, Sam. I mean, yeah. it, it has to be something on a way personal, deeper level because if it's just, I don't, you know, I want to do Explodium in all of the vehicles, and the other guy's like, no, that doesn't make sense, and then they're going to have an argument. Like, that doesn't make sense. Um, I, who knows? Uh, but yeah, that's, that kind of sucks for them, but whatever. When John Kruger, Schwarzenegger, shows up at Dr. Lee Cullen's, Williams' house with the balloons, Corny, I actually got this trivia only for you, okay? Oh, thank you. You ready for this? Yes, sir. The back of his shirt says, let's party. Let's party was the tagline to Schwarzenegger's 1985 film, Commando. (laughs) (laughs) The The fact that there's a Commando reference in this movie makes me like it a little bit more. (laughs) <laughs> and also it makes me confused is why the hell is Let's Party the tagline for Commando? Commando. That makes zero sense. It really does. So it might as well be butt whistle. Let <laughs> <laughs> oh. off some steam, butt whistle. I mean Bennett, you know. Oh my gosh. Let's party? Like I'm, that's never uttered in that movie. I'm actually I'm actually on the IMDB page for Commando. Oh yes. And I'm and I'm really I'm looking to see uh, taglines. Uh, okay, hold on. It always has a tagline. Here we go. Taglines. If there's a mission that no man can survive, then he's the man for the job. And then another tagline was somewhere, somehow, someone's going to pay. So at no point does it say let's party. <laughs> so <laughs> so one of two things is happening here. <laughs> Either A, we have more proof that anyone can edit IMDb trivia. Yeah. Or B, someone's just, someone told someone else something wrong. Yeah. You know, like Schwarzenegger's like, hey, let's put this on there because it's from Commando. But maybe that's just like an inside joke he had with the producer of that movie, you know? Well, if they go Commando. Wait, 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 wait. No, party. no, I'm sorry. I, hold on. Hold oh, on. what are you doing? Oh. I, something just popped into mind. Uh-oh. Uh, Are you looking for the... Because um, I'm actually I'm actually looking in the quotes for the movie. I'm wrong. Oh, you're wrong. For he what? does say it. Let's party? Yes, he does. Where? When he's fighting Bennett. Oh, he says that? Yeah? Yeah, hold on. What? Uh, let's party commando. Come on, Bennett. Let's party. Does he say that? He does. He's holding a knife to his face. There I it is. I forgot about that. Yeah, hold on. I just, I just played it. Here we go. Come on, Bennett. Let's party. There it is. There you go. Yeah. And then that's when they have a little fight, and then right before he says, let off some steam, Bennett. Yeah. Which is, yeah. Okay, cool. Anyway, good. I still think it's proof that uh, you can do whatever the hell you want to on IMDb trivia. <laughs> Because uh, some of the other trivia, and that's all the trivia I, I got, I, I, I put down because a lot of it's really bad. Um, how bad is it? You, how do you spell eraser? Erase. I can't spell. Crap. Um, 
Eric? Um, yeah, I'm on there. Thanks. Uh, no, it's just dumb. It's just real dumb. It's like, um, um, uh, well, I'll read you something really dumb. Like, John Milnes did multiple rewrites as a favor to Arnold Schwarzenegger. Okay. Uh, at, at Tony Two Toes' office, Arnold is referred to as Tree Trunk. Schwarzenegger's is, nickname is The Oak. Has anyone ever heard of that before? No. Yeah, I haven't either. Um, you bring up a tree and get out of here. <laughs> it's leave, you idiot. Leave. You sound like a damn fool when you say it wrong. Um, the movie has a sequel in the form of a video game, an FMV rail shooter with some adventure elements called Eraser. Oh, Eraser Turnabout. Anyway, it's just dumb trivia. It's just not good. Who cares? Uh, so I'm done with trivia. Um, the, the, let's, let's cook through the kind of recasting game real quick if we wanted to. Okay. Off the top of my head, you, you change the rock. Uh, put the rock in that. Uh, you know, there you go. The rock. Yep. I mean. Well, I pretty much a, any action. You know, I can also take a Jason Statham. Uh, okay, sure. Why not? Mm-hmm. If you want to do that kind of movie. You know, where it's a lot more kung fu y, a lot more up close action and less gun violence. You know, I can do that. I mean, I know Statham shoots people too, but. Um, who else could we do in that? Marky Mark could work. Um, How about a, somebody like Robert Redford in uh, what's his name's role? The uh, oh, yeah. bad guy. Uh, James Conn role. You need uh, somebody in James Conn's role that, James- that can play the good <laughs> and bad and Rob- not be so obvious. Well, Redford's a little too old now to be that part because he's still. But back even- then he wouldn't have been. Well, no, that's not the point. The point is now. Oh. No. You recast the movie for today. Oh, and do the new movie. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, so who could you get to do that? Who is a good guy now? Oh, you get um, Mark Strong. Okay. The the bad guy in every damn movie ever. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? He was the bad guy in Stardust. Uh, yeah. Oh, Septimus. Okay, okay. Um, he's the bad guy in Sherlock Holmes. He's the bad guy in... Literally the only movie I've ever seen where he wasn't the bad guy was in Kingsman and he was Merlin. <laughs> in fact, half the movie I kept expecting him to be the bad guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I really did. I'm like, okay, he's the one that's going to turn because he has all the gadgets. Oh, no, he doesn't. He's the good guy. Um, but that's a play on that on his character too, though. It's just in that movie, you know, you're expecting him to turn bad, but he's good the whole. Yeah, way. like that's why they cast him as that. So you can get him to do that. I mean, so what? Yeah. He, could, he could probably do an American accent. Um, <clears throat> uh, who's the girl? Who? Ooh. And we want to get who an attractive girl? We want to get to do that. Rosaria Dawson. I can go for that. She's attractive. If you want to, she could also do you know the 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 action things. I think a little bit. Yeah, yeah, she can. Um, Rachel McAdams. Yeah, I'm always a big fan of her. Uh, she's yeah. too, too early. Too early. No, she kicked butt in Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, I'm, oh, yeah, I'm perfectly okay with Rachel McAdams in anything. Yeah, I am, kinda, I am too. I, she's <laughs> she's on the list. Um. Yep. All right. So Rock starring the Rock. Or any other action guy that does stuff now, except Channing Tatum, not Channing Tatum. No. I can't see him in, in charge of other people's lives. Uh, Let alone Ger- the president. Heck, Gerard Butler would be good at it, too. Yeah, I, I, I was trying to think of him. Like, his name wouldn't come into mind. Um, mainly just because of the Olympus Has Fallen movies, which, by the way, I've been told London Has Fallen is really good. 
Yeah. Yes, like, I'm looking forward to that one. Yeah, I want to watch that. Uh, all right, cool. That was a fun game. Cool. Right, um, yeah. Soundtrack grade, grade. Um, I just kind of in a for '90s action. I yeah had a little bit of electric guitar solo. Um, I heard I, a saxophone at some yes. point. Yeah, there was a little bit of um, uh, lethal weapon saxophone kind of thing yeah. happening. I, I really wanted some steel pan. Like I, I, I needed that. <laughs> <laughs> there, there was a couple of moments where I was like, "Why do I feel like I'm watching Back to the Future?" And then I looked it up and saw that it was the same guy. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, "Oh, okay, Alan Silvestri. All right, that uh, makes sense. That makes sense." Um, and what did we learn? Well, we learned that uh, witness protection is kind of scary. Um, there you go. Um, it's pretty boring, actually. Top three. <laughs> We decided to do the <laughs> We decided to do witness protection movies. Movies where, you know, someone witnessed something uh terrible and the police are there to protect them. Um, or try to kill them or you know. Well, hopefully not. Or vice yeah. versa. Yeah. Hopefully somebody's trying to protect somebody else. I think is kind of the goal of the game uh, that we're playing. Um <clears throat> uh, Andrew. All right. Well, I have uh, My Blue Heaven as number three. Never heard of it. It's actually I've heard of it, but I've never seen it. It's Steve Martin and one of his better movies, I think, earlier uh, earlier on before the too much of the white hair. Of course, I guess that could have been a wig or I died. Maybe it was white then. Right. Uh, but uh, my wife introduced me to this back when we were dating, maybe. And I, that's a great movie. Right. Um Number two, Sister Act. Yeah. <laughs> I like Sister Act. Uh, I like it too. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah. Uh, every chorus teacher shows that to their class. Yeah. Yes. And uh, and then number one, and this isn't necessarily witness protection, uh, but kind of, The Incredibles. Right. <laughs> that was my, yeah. Yeah, okay. me too. Yeah, all right. Yep. Uh, I, I, I'm with you there, Andrew. Uh, it's not technically witness protection, but it's more like witness relocation or something like that. They're still in hiding. Right. Uh, but man, it's still a good movie. Because, oh my gosh, it's one of my favorite movies. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's probably Brad Bird's best movie he's ever done. And yep. I, I really like Iron Giant. And I also... So really, well paced. And yeah, it's so just... Good. So good. Anyway, uh, uh, Corny. Yes. Um, let's see. Um, I'm going to go with uh, honorable mention to Sister Act. Thank you, Andrew, for, for saying that. <laughs> mm, love me some whoopee. All right. Uh, <laughs> Don't we all? Mm-hmm. <coughs> so you got Vanessa Williams and whoopee. They're just right there. Yeah. Um, it's because of the no eyebrows thing, right? Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> all right. So lethal, uh, sorry, lethal weapon two. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. The hell? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was a yes while yawning. Yeah. The uh, whole nine yards. I, I, is that witness I, protection? I saw the list that you saw that on, and I never got that as witness protection. Okay, so he's... Uh, he, who? Um, Bruce Willis? Bruce Willis. Yeah, okay. Isn't he the guy? He's kind of going, out of, going into hiding. He's in hiding, and he did ride on his... His gang, but I, I guess because there's not police there to protect him. Yeah, 
I guess you. That that was kind of my argument. I mean, you could use it. I think the movie's fun as hell. I I really like the movie, and I like Matthew Perry and his sight gag physical comedy that he does in the movie. Um, okay, I'll allow it. Whatever. What do I, okay. what do I right. care? Chad? Oh, sorry. I never captured him saying I'll allow it, did I? Damn it. Yeah, you did. Did I? Yeah. yeah. Long time ago. Oh. <laughs> it's in there somewhere. Yeah. You keep around, talking. I will look. Around right. the devil. <laughs> around the devil? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, in my last one, uh, The Family. Um, I watched that. Yes. Um. <laughs> We watched that. Wait, did we do that for this? Yeah, we we did. did it for this. Yep. Yeah, oh, for that. oh, the kids. The kids are the best part of the movie. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, but I, I really enjoyed that film, and um, I just love Robert De Niro just trying to adjust and just being a killer all the time. Like, <laughs> I accidentally killed this guy because he pissed me off. Right. And the yeah. mom blows up the door, and yeah, it was a pretty okay movie. It was one of yeah. uh, Jean Luc Besson's better ones. Yeah. I still wanted to do the prison, space prison one. Lockout. Yeah. We tried to, but anyway. Your face. Oh. <laughs> uh, okay. is, uh, yeah, that's it. That's it. All right. I got honorable. I got honorable weapon. I'm sorry. Honorable weapon. <laughs> I want to see that movie. <laughs> <laughs> honorable mention goes to the family. Um, this podcast introduced me to that one. That was, that was a fun one. Say, I'm got, sorry. What was that? You said what now? Honorable mention to the family. Oh, the family. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Lethal Weapon 2 is number three. And I got Sister Act. And then my number one was Incredibles. So pretty much what everybody's been saying. Okay. I have a little bit different on mine. And it's really bugging me because I can't find Chad's that audio. Now, I did have Godfather Part 2 on a list. But I don't remember that being witness protection for some reason. I don't remember part of it. I, I'm gonna have to go back and see it again. But I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, I can't find it. I don't. Are you sure I did a one for him? Pretty sure. For I'll allow it. Yeah, long time ago. I don't think so. Maybe you didn't. I don't think I did. I, the only ones I have of Chad. Um, the devil. It was a different if, time. If you've only been joining us in t- episodes 101, Chad was in the first 100 episodes with us, but roughly, recently, yeah, <coughs> he recently became a father and is unable to participate in the show anymore, and we miss him. Um, sort of. Yes, we do. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> we miss him. Like, because the only thing I have for him was it was a different time, and uh, I'm everyone. Ooh, ooh. Well, for some reason, that one night he uh, for some reason Darkman decided to start playing. I'm not sure why. <laughs> um. Anyway. Anyway. All right. How about you, Sean? So I went a little different. Uh, I still have the Incredibles as my number one. Okay. Um, and but then I put uh, number two. I went backwards. Um, number Who two. Who does number two work for? <laughs> uh, Mercury Rising. It's a. Oh, is that uh, the kid who was really smart? Is that Bruce Willis? Yeah, it's a Bruce Willis movie, and the kid is autistic and yeah. is oh, able yeah. to crack the code, which is that's what's called Mercury Rising because that's what the code is called. And uh, Alec Baldwin is in it as this CIA douchebag, and they're trying to kill the kid because he has cracked the code, and Bruce Willis is there to protect him. And uh, my mom, who has taught special ed for 40 years, uses scenes from that movie to kind of illustrate 
what autism is going to be like in the school because that's what she taught was teachers who are going to be, you know, at the college level, right? Yeah. People who are going to go teach special ed. And she's like, this is what you can expect. Um, so it's a good movie. I actually think it's actually a really good movie, not just because it's got Bruce Willis in it, but because of the premise. And number um, three, which I'm really surprised Corny didn't pick, is Bad Boys. The oh, first one. Oh, the yeah. first one. The whole oh, point yeah. is them protecting Taylioni because she's a bullet magnet for you know, a magnet for random fire, gunfire. Because he's because I'm Mike Lowry. My Mike Lowry. You sure do have an awful lot of pictures of your partner. Well, you know, we get a picture every time we save each other's life. So he's got a whole wall of, of me, and I got a whole wall of him. You know, it's a it's a cop thing. Anyway, uh, it's a good movie. I think it's fine. Um, that's it. That's our show, right? That's kind of it. Um, email. All right, here it is. We do have an email from listener Andrew. He's sending emails to us several times. I like Andrew. He's a good dude. He also works with me at the university, which is kind of funny. Oh, um, Andrew. Sean, you don't have to read this on air. Too late. <laughs> As the pictures will make it tough, but I wanted to provide some input on the Punisher. This is him being nice of saying, you guys got it wrong. I started listening to the Punisher on my way to work this morning, and I want to let you know some of the things that y'all didn't seem to like in the movie because they are direct, but they were directly out of the comic book. So the Russian, right? So the picture of the Russian is this dude that doesn't even fit in the doorway and he's wearing a white and red striped wife beater and jeans like that, like the wrestler dude was in the movie. Okay. And I don't know if we particularly had issues with the way he looked, except the fact that he kind of, I mean, the, the guy himself looks kind of funny. Um, but it was what was happening during the fight scene, right? Cause it was the weird music and right. Wasn't that more of it? it? I don't remember. He, well, he looks, he looked out of place is what I thought. He looked too clean in yeah. that, that kind of yeah, setting. He did. He, he did kind of look like, so then he says, and the apartment people. So he actually, I mean, Andrew went full out, right? He took a picture of the girl, right? The attractive, um, what's her name? Um, Taylor Leone. No, not Taylor Leone. Um, Mystique. Come on, guys. Help me out here. Rebecca Romaine Stamos. Right. They took, he took a picture of her and then next to the girl she's portraying from the comic so that we can compare. And okay, there you go. And then you've got weird dude with all the tattoos and the face piercings. And uh, what's up, oh. Smith? Hey, Mr. Smith. He says, Dave. Spacer Dave. Spack, what? Spacker Dave? Whatever. And yeah. then it shows the fat guy who can barely fit in his shirt. Okay? And then it says, and to show that not everything is bad from the comic, it was actually well-received when published. Here's something you may recognize from the newest season of Daredevil. And they actually have, there's, there's the comic of where if you've seen season two, mm -hmm. this isn't really spoiling. Oh, I might. Mm. Hmm. Be careful. There's a scene where the Punisher and the Daredevil meet. Yes. And the Daredevil is on the roof, and he is physically incapacitated by a chain. Mm -hmm. Okay. That, that, I'm, yeah. I'm going to leave it at that. And everything that that scene portrays, it shows here. Really? Yeah. Out of the comic? Right out of the comic. Yes. Like with wow. the, the okay. tape and the gun and the aiming and the thing. Cool. The biggest thing that helped the comic is that it didn't have to establish an origin. It was actually a back-to-the-basic storyline for the Punisher. Oh. Keep up the good work, Andrew. So, 
so so that gives me back to my grief of you know giving uh, corny grief for not being here last week because you would have told us all these things. Um, and I know you were moving, and I actually understand why you weren't here, Courtney. I'm not actually mad, yeah. but um, but mm-hmm. it is funny because the three of us that watched it had no clue about the comic book relevance of the movie, and none of us liked it. <laughs> that, that's you know what I'm saying. So that tells me one. That tells me at least the fact that you have to have read the comic book to get the joke. And is that I don't know if that's necessarily a good thing or not. Well, if, if, we, if we're going there for just a second, um, I am not okay. Years ago, I would have been a fan of oh, this this movie is made for like people in me and my with me in mind because I'm going to see that and I'm going to go oh, the Russian that's awesome mm-hmm. that's a pretty good Russian. But the problem is is that you're not making movies for a handful of people. You're trying to make it for a wide variety, mm-hmm. uh, a, a wide yeah. assortment of people, uh, and I think. Uh, I've been told that uh, our our friends at DC might have done the same thing with their movie. Um, what what do you mean? Like you're trying to make the it new for Superman? A, yeah, Batman. Dawn of Justice. That one yeah. might have had some issues where they left. Uh, some things might make more sense if you're more familiar with the comics. Mm. Yeah, you yeah. can't do that anymore. And I think Marvel again has <laughs> has done a great job with. You don't have to know these comics to watch these movies, right? Yeah, yeah. They they treat them as as individual characters and not legacy characters. Yes. Well, yeah. And the thing that I really have liked about the MCU is that they give you all the information you need in the movie. Right. Here's a character. Yeah. This is what he does. This is why he's good or bad. Right. You yep. don't need to have read the story. I know nothing of the Red Skull. I didn't know anything yeah. about him. Before I watch the Captain America movie, I see the guy on screen and then I see that he tried to do the, the serum and it screwed up his face. And that's all I need to know. I don't yeah. need to know all that other stuff. And and I didn't have to have read the comic book to get that. Now, Corny read the comic. And so then he has the knowledge of they did that good or they did that bad or good for them or bad for them. But as, as just the movie guy that I am, it didn't bother me because you gave me the information. And that's the point maybe that we failed to, uh, to mention last week is that they didn't give us the, they, we didn't, we were not established that there are these other kind of characters in this universe that are called upon to, to, to fight the Punisher. They just showed up again. It was like a video game. All right, it's yeah. time for the next sub boss to show up. And, you know, and, and, you know, you know, and they were, they were themed, you know, you've got the big fat Russian guy and we play weird music or you've got, um, Johnny Cash is going to try to come kill you. So, Anyway, um, so I, I, I still contend to my point and our point, Andrew and Sam, I'm defending us yes. into saying that uh, though we did not get, that we did not realize that stuff was from the comic book directly, I, I stand by our criticism of the movie. Um, uh, and again, maybe if and Corny, again, I'm seriously not blaming you for not being there, but maybe if you were there, you could have said, oh, well, you know, they did this good and they did that good. And maybe you could have been there to help change our minds to give it better than the four, 4.7 and 4.1 rating that oh, received. Oh, ouch. Yes. Yeah. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, uh, I probably would have given it a six, six or seven. All right. Because I mean, the John Travolta in this movie was so bad. Yeah, he was. It just wasn't worth it. But I mean, his, his wife hell, was hot. That was, you know. Oh yeah, I uh, 
I've probably watched the Punisher, that Punisher. I own it actually. Um, I've I, I, I've watched it a ton. No. And again, John uh, John Travolta is so bad, but I really liked what they did. Is you know, this is the guy who I have to kill the bad guys. Right. So. Yeah. Anyway, um, so thank you, Andrew, for your email. Again, emails are cheapseatreviews at gmail dot com. Uh, we love to hear them, read them, hold them. I print them out and sleep with them. Um, what? That's weird. <laughs> Who does that? Uh, not me. Um, so that's it, right? Uh, time for our out of 10. Um, uh, Andrew goes first. You close. Give them to me. Now. <laughs> From the Terminator. <laughs> Two. Yes. Uh, okay. Out of 10. I certainly liked it better than The Punisher. Uh, let's go with 6.2. Two. Okay. I like it. Um, all right, Corny. Uh, I'm going to have to give it uh, an 8.1. Wow. Uh, because it, it's just, if it weren't from the 80s, it should have been. <laughs> <laughs> but if it would have been the 80s, those alligators would have looked terrible. You know, it they would have been it, okay. It would have been puppetry. It would have been okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, I had my explosions. And my they would have looked like the Big Trouble Little China meatball people. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, and I really don't want to give this movie this high rating, but, man, it was just a good time. You, you mean, wait, you mean, uh, why does he keep playing Dark Man? What's wrong with him? <laughs> ah! Okay, there you go. Sorry. <laughs> If it plays Darkman again, I'm going to be pissed. Anyway, if it's not the line, excuse me, from Darkman, I don't care. Excuse me. <laughs> uh, Sam? Uh, I've got to give it probably a, a 6.3. Oh, okay. It's okay. I, I, you know, I'll catch it every now and then, but I have to be in a certain mood to watch this one. All right. That's fair. Uh, to me, you know, I'm going to give it like a 7.2. Ooh, Molly. Um, oh, there uh, she is. Uh, I'm going to give it a 7. Oh, I guess I got to put my name down here. So she's giving a 7.2. Um, 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 what was I going to say? A grenade shooting screws or screw shooting grenade launcher. Um, that was actually a cool little device. Or drill bit. They look like drill bits. Yeah. So drill bit. Shooting grenade launcher. That looked like a horrible weapon. I would want not want to go up against that. Yeah. Out of out of uh, out of ten. So seven point two. I liked it. It's fun. I I don't have to be in a mood to watch this. I'm I'm actually surprised I don't own it. Truth be told, um, it's just you did. It was it was just a race for your memory. I did <laughs> I did I did own it on VHS at one point um, when I had my mini VHS movies, but uh, I'd never bought it on DVD. I mean, if it ever if it came in like one of those four packs at Walmart, where it was like this movie and Commando and True Lies, and something else, Predator, I would probably buy it. Oh, it comes in a two pack. Really? With yeah, with something terrible. Oh. Uh, I just saw it. Hang on, let me. See. Oh wait, wait, I passed it. It comes with uh, collateral damage. Oh, that's not nearly as good. If it came with Commando, I would order that tomorrow. Um. Oh well, that's okay. Next week is Kingpin. Um, Kingsman? No, no. no. <laughs> I wish, but no. Kingpin? Kingpin. Oh, yeah. An oldie but a goodie. What is Kingpin? I don't remember know that one. Really? 
Um, I have been chastised uh, multiple times for never having seen the movie Kingpin. Oh, yeah. Oh, the bowling movie. Yeah. I've seen okay. parts of this. Yeah, with you have the dude, right? Yeah. And never seen the whole thing, though. Um, I'm kind of excited to watch this. I, no, no, you're, you're thinking of a different one. Kingpin is not... Um, the Big Lebowski. Oh, King the Big Lebowski. Lebowski. Oh, that's the dude. Yeah. The king. So king. No, this one. This one has Woody Harrelson. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Randy Quaid. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pilot. I fly. I'm pilot. I fly. That's yeah. why I'm looking forward. Uh, yeah, Randy Quaid. <laughs> Vanessa Angel. Are you hot? No. Um, oh, good. Bill Murray. Chris oh, Elliott. Yeah. This is one of your classic Bill Murray. Uh, uh, or instances, so. the, okay. The Tostitos guy is in this. Anyway, um, cool. Kingpin, 1996. It's the same year. Uh, 96's Kingpin is up next week. So um, be thinking about what your top three will be, a listener, and you can participate. Um, yeah. I still haven't seen the new Superman movie. I, I kind of want to, I guess. Maybe. I don't know. I'd, I've already been spoiled is what happens at the end. And and well, whatever. I just, I don't know. I'm 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 more excited about the fact that I own the new Star Wars on Blu-ray and I've already watched it twice. Yeah. Um, Speaking of spoiling the new Superman, mm-hmm. okay. are you go- are you going uh, to now? Are you no. going to spoil it? Okay. No, I'm not. I was on a trip in Washington D.C. with a with a busload of high schoolers and our tour guide while we're on the bus, which many of my kids wanted to see this movie, and now I don't know that they want to because. He spoiled it right there as he was giving oh, it to D.C. No. Oh. Because there's a place in D.C. where he said, this happens here. And I was like, are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> so, uh, yeah. I would have fired him on the spot. That stinks. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Um, there you go. That's it. That's our show. Um, okay, good. No dark man. Uh, so, yeah, feel free to leave us a review on iTunes or Stitcher or Google Play. Uh, we would love to read those. Again, I'll print those out, too. No, I won't. Um, visit our website, CheapSeatReviews.com, where you can get all kinds of stuff like uh, previous episodes and our our you know, our you know our rankings and stuff and silly bios about us and whatever. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash CheapSeatReviews. You may follow us on Twitter. Uh, yeah, go to Facebook, and you can see how Sam and I have a passive-aggressive argument about stupid things that don't matter. Um, <laughs> follow us on Twitter <laughs> at Cheap Seat Cast, um, where uh, the hashtag Pottern Family is becoming a cool thing to kind of do and hang out with. So there's a lot of other, a lot of other podcasters out there that are just trying to help each other out, which is pretty cool. Also, um, we are eligible to be nominated for the 2016 Podcast Awards. I'm not saying we have been nominated. I'm saying or are deserve a nomination. But we are eligible for <laughs> nomination. Um, kind of so, like getting a speeding ticket. Yeah, yeah, you're you're eligible <laughs> to get one. You just whether you deserve one is a different story. Anyway, um, we can talk about that more later. Uh, I am at Sean J Allred at Suniji 16 at Johnny Darko 16 and at A Jemison are the guys. Please send us your emails to cheapseatreviews at gmail dot com and call us seven zero four. Two seven one four two nine zero, and that's going to do it for us. On behalf of Corny, baby, baby. Andrew, Sam, this is Sean <laughs> saying thank you for listening and good night.
Oh yeah, I'm back, bitches.